Hi, good afternoon. This is Aurelio Porfiri. I'm sorry if for some days uh, I was not uh, uh, available on the newsletter, but I have uh, some uh, health problem that now hopefully are resolving. So I cannot uh, dedicate myself to my many usual activities. Now, uh, today, I, you, you may be curious about the title of my podcast, uh, The Good uh, People Will Not Save the Liturgy, what it means. First of all, I want to say, I really think that the pre-conciliar mass, so that we, in, we understand what I mean, is a, a masterwork of... Uh, art of faith and of spirituality so uh, that this has to be clear and um, uh, should be a very um, uh, clear that uh, I'm not in any way uh, disparaging this kind of liturgy and indeed what I want to say is uh, in respect of the dignity of this uh, liturgy and not the opposite. So why I say that the good people will not save the liturgy? Uh, you know what, what I mean for good people? You know, the good people are those people that uh, uh, are always uh, speaking if, uh, as if the, the future of the liturgy depend on, depends on them. No, you know, you you see them. They are always uh, uh, with a kind of uh, uh, very uh, um, very sad uh, uh, appearance. You know, they they want to they, they, they want you to feel their their grievance uh, at the state of the, uh, the the liturgy, so that they show you how much they are sad about that. And, uh, and they are always uh, talking like uh, uh, the future of the Catholic Mass uh, depends from them. So I, I really think that it's important to talk about the, the, the sad situation of the liturgy. I mean, the, the Catholic liturgy uh, we have today is really a disaster. I, I can... I have always repeated this. It's a disaster. And uh, the, uh, the, the, the post-Vatican II reform, even if uh, were done uh, in good faith uh, by some people, I, I, I want to think that some people really have good faith in doing that reform, and I can make you an example um, immediately. Uh, in the past, I was uh, uh, in a very good relationship with Father Carlo Braga. Father Carlo Braga, some of you may know his name, he was uh, an assistant of Father Annibale Bugnini. I, I mean, I'm sure many of you think very badly um, about uh, Father Bugnini. I'm myself also, I'm not even, uh, I'm not a fan of him, but uh, I have to say uh, with Father Braga, that also wrote some important uh, books about uh, the 
reform of the Holy Week under Pius XII and also about the liturgical reform um, after Vatican II. Uh, we have several discussions. Of course, uh, I mentioned to him uh, that uh, I was very uh, frustrated with the way the liturgy uh, was uh, was celebrated and the music was awful and blah, blah, blah. And I really can say that, of course, he was a strong defender of uh, the Vatican II and the liturgical reform, but he, uh, I, I can really see he, he was very honest. I mean, he really trusted that that was the, the good thing to do. And uh, he also told me that uh, uh, many years ago now, because he, he, he died, I think, 10 to 15 years ago, he told me that, of course, he was also very dissatisfied from the way the uh, liturgical reform uh, was evolving. So uh, I, I really think that there are people that uh, uh, with good intention have done what they have done, but of course, there are also people, I think, that uh, have not so good intention. But uh, now we don't talk about them. Um, I think that uh, we should be very careful to uh, make in a way that uh, with the excuse of the liturgy, we create a sort of the ghetto in the ghetto. Uh, meaning that uh, um, there are some people that, uh, with the excuse of defending the liturgy, uh, they defend the liturgy because they, this, uh, they think, make them look better and open to them more uh, possibilities for their uh, personal uh, business or agenda. So, I think one should be very careful about this, that not everyone that is there standing and pretending to be the like the knight to defend the, the good liturgy, that of course, I repeat, uh, is something that we should preserve. But not everyone that is doing this is in really good faith. And we should be very careful about uh, uh, these people because they don't do the interest of the, the, the good, the right defense of the liturgy, but they, in a certain way, are doing the opposite because uh, they create a sort of uh, ghetto of uh, what they think to be the good people. Uh, so the people that... Uh, have in their hands uh, the destiny of the Catholic faith, but indeed it's not like this. The Catholic faith is in the hands of the Lord, and if he is not doing something about the faith, we will be lost. Uh, of course, we know the promise of Jesus that he will be with the church uh, until the end of the time, so uh, we uh, we can only stick to this promise because, of course, if we talk with our human understanding, I mean, myself, I, I say, really, it's everything lost. I mean, it, it's really something that uh, 
uh, I don't want to know anything about this. But uh, I also don't want to become like the people that uh, like make themselves like the model of uh, what a good Catholic should be. Myself, I'm not, and I don't want to be considered a good model of a Catholic. I know very well my shortcomings. I know I am a sinner. And uh, this is what I always want the people to know about me. But despite me being a sinner, uh, I hope that the Lord also can work with someone like me and through my writing and my music and my speeches, I can make in a way to let the people understand the importance of what we are losing. So the object of what I'm doing is not strictly myself, but I try, despite my falling and my shortcomings and uh, my being uh, not certainly a, a model of uh, of a, a, a Catholic faithful, but despite this, and uh, and also, I don't only say despite this, but also thanks to this in a certain way, because these sufferings, you know, the, the when you can feel the sufferance, sufferance of the sinner, when you don't think yourself you are good, so you are good, you don't you don't need to uh, understand about the sufferings of the people that sin, but they try always to. Uh, come up and to continue their uh, journey. Uh, so thanks to the suffering, I am more and more able to understand how much I miss the kind of uh, liturgy, the kind of teaching that uh, uh, make me really the, to uh, want to uh, uh, return to the to the the good way and and not. Uh, going to the, the the way of sin. It, this is exactly what is uh, that the, the the sinner. So the people that are honest uh, with themselves, because if you think uh, uh, really, we are all sinners. All sinners. Uh, only only the Lord is good. Not we are not. But as I say, there are these people now that uh, they. Uh, I mean, they, they, they look like uh, uh, a sort of uh, uh, earthly saints, you know, these people that uh, you see always uh, uh, there with this uh, uh, very uh, devoted and pious uh, uh, faces, you know, that uh, uh, they show you how much they are uh, suffering for you, not, not Jesus, but them that suffer for you because... Uh, they are the one that will save uh, the the Catholic faith uh, uh, from uh, this disaster that is happening now. So I just tell you, uh, there are very good people that really are uh, struggling to um, fight for the liturgy, for uh, for the faith, uh, for uh, to return to uh, the right understanding of the Catholic faith. But these are not the people I'm talking. These people I'm talking, the good people, in quote, good people, in quote, they should be 
not concerned about saving others, but they should be concerned to saving themselves because uh, this kind of hypocrisy. So the people that pretend to be, uh, you know, so good, but then they only follow their personal agendas, then they have to account everything in the time that they will be in front of the Lord, as every one of us. So when I will be in front of the Lord, I will tell you, Lord, you know what I have done. You know, uh, my sin are always in front of you. You know very well, I tried to do something good for you. Then now you give your judgment. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. I hope you like it. And uh, please subscribe to Cantus newsletter. And I hope to see you soon in our newsletter and podcast. Bye-bye.